Gideon had promised Lee a beautiful spring, a spring that would roll a carpet of green moss and turf right up to the door if Lee would come with him and survive a Bodmin winter in his flat on the edge of the moor. The first day of February had risen in a tender blaze of gold, the cutthroat Atlantic wind easing at last, swinging round to bring scents of warming earth from the south. Gideon could keep his promise sooner than he'd thought. Bodmin had rolled out her carpet, and the doors, the beautiful French ones that led from their bedroom onto the old stone terrace, were open wide. Birds, Lee said unexpectedly. He was comfortably settled on the window seat, thighs wrapped round Gideon's, arms around his neck. He was stark naked and should have been chilly in the breeze. The morning wasn't that warm, but a diagnostic touch to his spine told Gideon he was fine, radiating heat like the wood-burning stove they'd just had installed in the front room. What birds am I seeing? Too early for the curlews. Gideon had driven under a dappling flight of lapwing on his way back home. Lee's back was to the window, though, his eyes closed against Gideon's cheek, and Gideon had learned not to take his questions at face value. The feathered kind, or the sort that flap around in that cavernous skull of yours? Lee chuckled, the sound and the brush of his breath raising fine hairs on Gideon's nape. The skull sort, seagulls actually, but little silver ones like a kid would draw. Gideon got it straight away. This was an easy one. Over the last month it helped Lee with two cases, staying in the background, listening to him, helping him lift off the masks from his monsters and beasts. This was less urgent. Let Lee figure it out for himself. No idea what you mean, he said, innocently hoisting him against his body. Hey, you put up more wallpaper. Top marks for effort, but you do know the pattern's upside down, right? Only took me four strips to work it out. Wallpaper's your job, mate. I just hold the ladder. Now, these birds... They were staring him right in the face. Gideon shook with repressed laughter. He'd just walked into the house five minutes before, found Lee in the bedroom, pulling off his paste-daubed T-shirt and jeans, and he'd seized his opportunity. Sorry to have jumped on you. Still, it's more than a bit sexy, isn't it? You bollock naked and me still in all my kit. Mm, I love your kit, even your scratchy dress jacket. What about this jumper? How do you feel about that? Lovely. Prefer what's under it, though. What are you laughing about? You, missing the obvious. Lee pushed back just far enough to look him over. Something about the jumper? he said, closing his hands on Gideon's shoulders. Oh, hang about. Is this a new one? Didn't you just have your collar number on your epaulets here? He took a handful of the wool, examining it. What's with these little silver V-shapes? Birds, maybe? Or my sergeant stripes? What? Lee shoved him to arm's length. Gideon bloody Frayne, did you get promoted? Yes, but it's not a big deal. So close that gorgeous mouth before you catch a fly. I took the exams last year, one batch in March, and I did the Osprey in September, just before I met you. You did an Osprey? Christ, no wonder they gave you these birds. Objective Structured Performance Related Examination. Gideon wiped an imaginary bead of sweat off his brow at having got that out straight for once. They're phasing it out, but lucky me, I still got to do it. Five role plays with an actor. 
My Truro boss is a right bastard, too. He gave me a streaker. Oh, my God, what did you do? Why, I concealed his manhood with my headgear in the traditional fashion, led him off and told him where to seek counselling. Lee exploded into laughter. And was that the right answer? One of them, I suppose. Anyway, I passed.